0: Welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Mike Miller, who is the head basketball coach at Alvernia University, and not only the head basketball coach, but the all-time winningest men's basketball coach at the school, which is saying something considering you succeeded Jack McCluskey, who was an outstanding coach at Alvernia after being an outstanding coach at Bordertown. Well, welcome, Mike.
1: Thank you, Mike. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, It's interesting because... uh, your record is like 236-118. You've won six conference titles. You became the all-time winning coach this year. Uh, six NCAA Division III tournament bursts. But you kind of had uh, a rough season for your standards this year. Uh, you wound up 15-11. You lost four of your last seven. I know you lost a couple guys, which really hurt. And, uh, and then you lost uh, an MAC Commonwealth play-in game. So I guess it was kind of bittersweet for you because you've had all these personal accomplishments. Uh, but team-wise, this wasn't quite up to the Alvernia standard.
1: Yeah, you're right, Mike. Um, like you said, we ran into some injuries at some tough times. Um, one player left for a, a, a bad ankle. A, a, another player left for personal reasons. And we weren't too deep to begin with. So it was like our sixth and seventh mm. man down the stretch, which, which really hurt us.
0: You know, it's interesting, too, because uh, obviously you have a tremendous uh, background in basketball. I mean, I can see why you're a a great head coach, because you played for Lloyd Wolfe at Holy Name, and then you're an assistant under Jim Gonneau, Rick Binder, and Steve Horn at Reading High, and then later became the uh, head coach at Kutztown for one year. You had a phenomenal uh, record at Reading High, uh, 145-31, and and you left in 94, I believe, uh, to go to uh, Alvernia as an assistant for 10 years, and then you took the head job. But uh, you're still playing Reading High basketball, are you not? Your, your teams are mentally tough, focused. your are grinders, uh, the fundamentals, man-to-man defense, uh, because you never know the shots aren't a constant. So basically, would you? I know that's probably an oversimplification, but are you still playing Reading High ball very successfully at Alberta? Yeah,
1: yeah you could say that, Mike. Um, I was very fortunate enough, like you said, to get my start in the Redding system um and the redden system i would say jim um pete carrill started yeah um yeah. and pete carrill's jv and assistants were um jut mishbach and and jim gano um so so then um binder then joined um, gano as his jv coach and then um steve horn became Binder's JV coach, yeah. and then I became the ninth grade coach and then followed it. My, my point is everything we did stem from, which is now called the Princeton way, yeah. which basically started with Pete Carrillo at Red and High, and it's all based on fundamentals. You now, offensively, fundamentals. everyone got to be able to pass, dribble, and shoot, okay, with both hands. I mean, that's all you work on at practice from 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade in the Redding School District. You know, it takes
0: discipline to do that. Exactly. What's the difference between kids today and, say, the Jim Gonneau or Pete Carrillo? There's a difference, right? Kids see all these ESPN highlights for the last their whole lives. Yep. Fundamentals aren't that sexy.
1: No, it's not. And, And again, like you said, how many assists are there these days? I'm having trouble finding a point guard of a guard. Everyone wants to be Westbrook these days. Shoot first, yeah. All right, and go coast to coast. (laughs) No, no, he's not, and and it's tough. Who is a true point guard these days? And in the red and high system, Pete Carrillo system, there was two guards, yeah. Yeah. All right, so again, it takes discipline to pass, shoot, set screens, and take good shots, And, and and again. There will be times, again, you'd have to make six passes before you took the better shot. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So but in, in a school district like Reading, uh, you can develop these fundamentals as the kids go through the program. Now, you're obviously getting kids who are out of high school. Uh, do you look for kids who are fundamentally sound, or do you have to have them in a total immersion in fundamentals when they get to school?
1: Yeah. And it's that, tough to recruit that, for you then, that, isn't it? Good point. It is. It is very tough, but you're trying to find a mental-disciplined kid.
0: you got to be tough to that, play for yeah, you, right?
1: That's yeah. going to work on it. Yeah. I mean, work on it day in, and hopefully, I think the best thing about my program now and Alvernia, hey, we all have our weaknesses and our strengths as coaches. Some teams run better plays. Some teams play better defense. But I think the best thing about us right now is player development. Each year, if you're not getting better, you're doing something wrong. And again, that's up to me and my staff to make you better, and that's working on fundamentals. So when you're
0: recruiting a kid, you're almost recruiting the person as much as the basketball player, right? Someone you know will be willing to accept, will have the work ethic to accept that? That's it. it.
1: Yep, and sometimes that's part of recruiting. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. You know, sometimes you find guys... Well, you've been right
0: the, more than wrong because you've had some really outstanding players over there.
1: Yeah, but it's getting tougher and tougher. It's getting tougher and tougher to find that kid that's going to really be a basketball junkie and be coachable.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think they probably come to your program because of the success of the program. And you re- you have the reputation of being an excellent coach. I mean, you have a feel for the game. You know when to go big, when you go strong, uh, small. Uh, and, you know, obviously you have a lot of experience, but that must attract kids.
1: I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. And, and again, it's a nice atmosphere I, and at Alvernia right now as far as the, the atmosphere, the dorms, the buildings, our gym, and the student body and the community. Yeah. I mean, most of our games, especially in the playoffs and down the stretch, are close to a sellout. So kids like to play that, especially if they're used to a big high school crowd. They don't want to go to a college where they only the get big 100 you people. You see that,
0: yeah. You know, because high school sports a lot, especially in basketball, is a big deal. And then you go to, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, Alvernia basketball has become a big deal yeah, over the years. Yeah,
1: which all that helps.
0: Yeah. All right, so you're the coach, but you also have coached your son, who is a very good player. And I th- was he a senior this year
1: no he's going to be a senior
0: okay so yep. here. how's that work out are you tougher on him than you are the other kids at least yeah. you knew his fundamentals were good coming in right hopefully <laughs> How it, many it, is that? Yeah, yeah the yeah. only one i have to
1: answer to at night is my wife sometimes okay. <laughs> um but 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 again i didn't have to push him to do anything uh, again he he's been around gym. the game yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. been around the game i can remember he was born when i left reading Okay. All right. Ninety four. Um, so again, but ever since I can remember, he's been at all our practices, away games, until he actually started to play.
0: So he knew the program, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he knew what you were like, right? And he Hopefully, saw, He saw Dad at the dinner table, and he also knew what Dad was like at practice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of father sons, I mean, you've uh, you've coached Danielle Marshall, who. Uh, if people should know, is one of the greatest basketball players ever uh, at Reading High, and then later became an All-American at UConn, Big East Player of the Year, and played in the NBA for 18 seasons. I think, what, one game he drained like 17 three-pointers? Yeah, he Eight was seasons.
1: tied He was tied with um, Kobe Bryant for the amount of threes until Curry beat it this year. I, okay. think, I think it was nine, and Curry might add ten this
0: year. Well, he, he was unbelievable in, in high school when you were his coach. And... Uh, and I want, I want you to tell me a few things about him, but i also like to say you coached his son this year who was the MAC Commonwealth Player of the Year. He had what a season and a half he was a transfer played great for you guys uh and it's uh Marquis right Marquise, Marquis yes uh how was it uh, what was the difference between and, and Danielle? by the way is now the head coach of Central Connecticut State and he's been an assistant for a number of places uh how father and son you know different skill sets different size but you know tell, yeah. what's what was, what was it like coaching Danielle and then his son Marquise?
1: They're, they're very alike as far as being code they're very coachable yeah um Again, it's a shame I only had a year and a half with Marquise. You
0: should have gone there right away. Yeah. I would,
1: uh, it would have been nice. I mean, again, I kind of got him on the tail end and even when I got him the second semester last year we were playing games yeah. already. But again, I put him in a new position. He originally went to Townsend State where they had him at maybe a two guard. Then he went to East Stroudsburg where they had him like at a 2-3. And like you said, I can go small with him. So basically he was our five man. So again, that was all new to him. But he accepted it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, guarding bigger, stronger guys than him. And then offensively he was a problem. Because he could take them outside and drive by people. And he was a tough guard. But um, Danielle was the same way, but just got bigger and bigger and bigger where marquise is is like probably six about, five yes yeah, six five and and Danielle's six eleven yeah but as far as skills and good hands and being coachable and loving to play i mean anytime he's not in the library like he should be studying he's in the gym he, he he's a gym rat playing and he still is now um so again either you're a basketball junkie or you're not
0: which is why you've had a wonderful life, because you are a basketball junkie, and your whole life's been basketball other than your family, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. I've been very fortunate as far as my coaching career, and um, the people that I got to learn from, too. I've been, I've been very fortunate.
0: What was the difference between playing for Lloyd and, and coaching under Jim Gonneau? Because they're like two iconic legends in Fergus County. Yeah, Lloyd had a different personality. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, Lloyd actually had a passion for him. Coach Wolf had a passion for the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, again, 24 hours a day, it, it, it was basketball. Um, as far as strategy, they were pretty similar. Yeah. Pretty similar. Um, but again, like I said, the, the system of Pete Carrillo's system is different than anybody's you know, ever.
0: And it stood the test of time.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Well, as we taped, uh, Princeton played last night, the NCAAs, and uh, obviously they referenced the, the win over UCLA, which was yep. uh, one of the all-time classics, but uh, they had it and they didn't have it, Princeton. But, you know, and obviously by the time this airs, the tournament will be over, but uh, it was interesting to, to watch. Yeah,
1: that. and the yeah. coach now, Henderson, played, played um, for for Princeton. Um, so again, they're running a lot of the Princeton stuff also. Yeah.
0: How long? Well, how long are you going to go? How many more years, sir? And until you think- my health holds up
1: uh, again, I, I think if I didn't, um, my wife would kick me out of the house. Yeah. i mean I, I i'm not a golfer uh, i don't have any hobbies so. And you've
0: done all this because you reference health but uh, you are a cancer survivor
1: exactly right? yeah I mean, you know god has been good to me there um and again my health has been fine so you know uh, I'm, I'm doing what i love to do and i'm getting paid to do it yet so you can't beat that
0: all right mike miller congratulations on a fantastic career keep it going and uh best of luck with your recruiting Get those right kids, and uh, next season as well. For now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Suzy Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.